Hi guys and welcome to this week's episode of the Black Girl Finance Podcast. I'm your host Selena. We are the community of unapologetic, ambitious, money-minded women. Now I've changed that intro slightly before I was saying we are creating the community but we are already the community. Um, I don't know why I kept on saying we are creating because we've been about for the past, we've been around for the past year almost. No, no, not, well, the podcast hasn't been around for the past year, but you know what I mean. Black Girl Finance has been around for more than a year. So we are the community of unapologetic, ambitious, money-minded women. And today we're going to be talking about the book. The book is now out. So the last update I did about the book, it was available to pre-order. It's now out. It came out last week, Thursday, the 21st, and it is currently a number one bestseller in the personal finance and budgeting space on Amazon. So I'm really, really proud of the book, guys. I'm going to talk about it. I'm also going to introduce you to our new member of staff Janice on this week's podcast so you can get to know her get to know how she does financially and yeah have a listen hi guys I have just brought Janice into the conversation and like I said she is new to the team so Janice do you want to say hello to our listeners hello my name's Janice and yeah I'm the new member of the team and I'm so happy to be a part of this team. I'm so excited, actually. I really am. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you, Janice, because as everyone knows, it takes a village to do things. So, you know, rather than it just being myself managing the podcast and the platform and everything like that, we have Janice, who is amazing. And we've known each other for quite some time. We've known each other since we were 11. So, Yay. you know, she, she, Janice knows me inside and out. I know her inside and out. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been we've been besties for a long, long time. Indeed. Um, <laughs> just so our listeners can get to know a bit about you in terms mm-hmm. of your kind of like money, your mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings around money. So can you tell us um what was it like growing up? Did your parents talk to you about money when you were younger? Um, I mean for me it's been an interesting journey because I lived in Zambia for ten years. So lifestyle there is very different to here and I just remember I my 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 best memory is my mum buying my brother and I a box file to file things in for papers whether it's your passport or but in terms of money I never we never we never had a conversation about money Mm -hmm. not really not with my mum and dad I just saw them buy stuff yeah, and yeah. I would always just be selfish and want dollies and things to play with and you know never really all about saving and things like that so no yeah mm. can you tell us as well kind of I know that you mentioned um kind of the lifestyle in Zambia to here mm. so what was the lifestyle in Zambia like compared to like oh, when you came over here and what age did you come over here was it like around 11 10 11 no I was I landed here on my ninth birthday I'll never forget I landed here on my ninth birthday and it was snow and I'd never seen snow before I was like what is this stuff I've never seen it before so back home in Zambia we I was born here but back home in Zambia my dad worked as a computer analyst so well first he was an air hostess so he was flying around and so we had a really good we had a pretty good lush life big beautiful house my mom had a car my dad had a car what was sunshine so we had a really good I never I never thought of anything else we could play outside and run miles and miles and miles but no we had a pretty good life so mm-hmm. if I could go back I really would 
Okay, amazing, amazing. Um, okay, and you mentioned that obviously your parents didn't really have any much conversation with you about money. And the reason why I ask that is because yeah. one of the themes of the book is about kind of money mindset and it looks at kind of culture and, you know, what we're kind of taught about money based on our culture and mm-hmm. in. And I talk a lot about that in terms of my own experience growing up with a parent mm-hmm. who's from the Caribbean and mm-hmm. um, the money lessons that she kind of taught to me um, or did not teach to me so yeah, yeah that's why I wanted to ask that question and as you've grown up and you know perhaps when you've got your first job when did you get your first job what age were you what age I was pretty I was pretty when did I get my first job I, I was pretty old well okay. in terms of I wasn't like 15 14 how old was I I think I was like eight, 18 17 mm-hmm. 18 yeah so yeah I think for me, the money, the money, the money conversation is because even though I had a great upbringing, my dad fell ill in my teenage years and that stopped him from working. So now that it was for me, that was when I realized that money was a thing because when my dad fell ill, we had a pretty good lifestyle. We had to move out of this beautiful house and we had to move into a smaller house. And my dad was in and out of hospital and my mum had to then be the one who was the breadwinner. So I had never seen a role of a woman, even though my mum had a job back home, it was her now responsibility, which I had never seen. So the roles shift. It was usually my dad who was working and my mum was working for herself. She was was making the money for just fun. But now the roles shifted where my mum, you know, bills and things like that, which I had never ever experienced. So I think that's where money started to be a lesson for me. Mm-hmm. because I didn't that's when I noticed that oh okay so the roles have changed and then yeah. when I got my first job I was so excited to have like I was like I've never seen so much money in my account I, <laughs> yeah. I just, never I was like oh my gosh wow you could just spend money like that I didn't have any bills at that time I didn't have a, any bills just a mobile phone that my parents were paying for so okay like, mm-hmm. wow all this for me <laughs> You just keep it for yourself I mean it's interesting that you brought up because a lot one of the things that we do talk about on this platform is um, there's a whole episode on kind of having making sure you've got life insurance and critical illness insurance as mm-hmm. well because mm-hmm. unfortunately it's a fact of life that you mm-hmm. know people do fall ill mm-hmm. and you know perhaps that person who was once the breadwinner um, cannot be the breadwinner mm-hmm. and fortunately in your situation your mum was there and had to mm-hmm. kind of step up to the plate and, mm-hmm. and you know like you said she was always working she was always independent Mm -hmm. but you know having to shift from like you said managing finances or working just for for fun and 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 shift into having the responsibility of paying for the the household Mm -hmm. um when someone's ill Mm -hmm. you know it's quite um I think it's quite it's fantastic that there were two parents in the household you Mm -hmm. know if someone's got one parent in the household and that parent is ill um and they don't have things like you know life insurance or critical illness insurance yeah I I can kind of imagine the kind of impact of of that Um, and like you said you had to kind of change change where you lived etc so yeah um you know thanks for sharing that information um with the listeners because you know that's a real life example of Mm. you know things happening um in a in a perhaps you know in, in a non kind of traditional way yeah um yeah um and as you like so as you kind of moved on and um 
uh, kind of like grown up after that first job. What has your relationship been like with money? Have you always felt confident dealing with it or have you felt, you know, the opposite? What, what has that, what has your relationship been like? Awful. Awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awful. In my, my relationship with money is awful. I mean, now it's better, but as a teenager, a young person in their 20s, mid to or rubbish. Zero out. I give myself zero out of 100 because I got a credit card at 18. I have no idea what a credit card was. And I did, mm-hmm. you know, I had this job with all this money and I was just like spending left, right and center. And then the bill yeah. came and I was like, the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're not alone. There's a lot of people that get their first credit card at 18, yeah. you know, for the first time. And it's, and you just kind of spend on it. And then suddenly it's like, oh, my gosh, how do you know, how do I repay this? What do I need to do? Yeah. So definitely, definitely not alone in that respect. Mm. Um, <laughs> and. So what would you say, I know that you said things haven't weren't so great or your relationship with money wasn't so great. What made you turn things around? You said that you're better now. Um, to be honest, it's you. Um, I have the benefit of having a really good friend who was interested in finance and was willing to give me that information for free. And you mm-hmm. were the first person to tell me, you know, I would always say, oh, I'm the broke friend. I'm the broke friend. I don't have any money. And I literally would never go anywhere because I had no money. I didn't have anything at all. I didn't I was paying all these bills out my ears. So I really didn't go out anywhere because of that. But you were the first yeah. person, I think it was a year ago. See, that's how bad I am. But a year ago that you said to me, don't, don't tell yourself that you're broke. And I remember we were sitting in the car and I was like, I'm broke. And you said, don't tell yourself you're broke. Don't give yourself those negative message, messages. And it's interesting yeah. because in life, you when you're trying to be confident, you always feed yourself, oh, I'm beautiful, I'm tall, I've got hair, I've got this, I look pretty, all those things to try and keep yourself from being, co- to try and keep yourself being confident. And yeah. yet I didn't think to apply that same mindset to money. It That's never so occurred true. to me at all. And so from that day on, that was the day that I switched because now, fast forward to today, I have money in my account, I'm saving, I'm investing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think had you, even though I was tired of being broke, even though I was tired of, you know, not having money, extra money to do things that I love, to see the people that I love. Now I have that. Now I can just be like, oh, you know, let's go out. I mean, COVID stopping us, but you know, yeah. it felt good to, it felt good when COVID wasn't around. My friends would say, oh, let's go out. And I had money to go. I had money to pay for my meal. I had money to spend and feel free and feel confident. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, well, just for some context for anyone listening, you know, Janice was probably, when I was devising the the Black Girl Finance kind of coaching system that I used, Janice was probably, as, as a friend, um, she was probably one of the first to kind of volunteer herself for um some coaching with me and yeah you know I stopped telling myself I was broke Mm. you know a long time ago because that that kind of messaging doesn't serve me and I think the illustration that you use about the fact that yes you know when we go into spaces so for example if we're going in you know for a for a a job Mm. that we're doing something that we really want to do and achieve whether it's just going for a run or whether it's you know getting confident in our 
our looks and our features mm. you know we do we do um, advocate and, and do that self-talk yeah. all the time mm. but it's funny that we don't you're right it's funny that we don't apply those um, positive affirmations to our finances yeah. Mm. and um, yeah I think the biggest shift for me was stopping telling myself I'm broke or I can't afford it or you know even I, I think I've spoken about this previously on the platform that saying of you know I'm just waiting for payday mm. I really don't like that because for me it just means that the money's already spent yeah. and um, you know if I if I'm saving up for something I'm saving up for something rather than kind of just waiting for payday to just blow the money so actually today's date is is it the 25th today 26th 26th. So the 26th mm-hmm. of January your money has stretched from December <laughs> it's the longest month when it comes to pay and Christmas and all of that so I hope you guys are doing okay um it's you know it might be the first day of the month for you I hope that you save some money for yourself so you know, for me, negative self-talk, getting rid of that. And number two was saving, actually starting to mm. you know, every single payday, paying myself first, taking as, uh, uh, as much as I could afford to begin with, putting it aside into savings and seeing that stack and, um, and build up over time. Mm. That's also been a massive shift. And it sounds like it's the same thing for you, Janice, you know, going from, you know, perhaps um, not kind of budgeting and not putting any money aside to having some money aside. Yeah. Um, just, just so that we can enjoy and do those things that we we enjoy doing whether it's just a simple meal or whether it's you know buying a gift for somebody mm-hmm. doing it with money that we have saved you know perhaps in a sinking fund um it it it, it, it makes things a lot easier yeah, it does so definitely if it's payday for you if it's payday in the next sort of week or so for yourselves make sure you pay yourself first mm-hmm. do it within a budget but just make sure you kind of pay, pay yourself first you deserve it you work so hard yeah. so brilliant 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 but I just wanted to come on and let you introduce yourself to our listeners so it's not going to be just me (laughs) also we are introducing a new segment to the podcast where we're talking to real women so usually we have an expert in a particular field come on and talk about things and we will still be having those expert kind of episodes um you know we've we had topsy for property we had Ore for um speak to a financial advisor we had uh, Tolu speaking about paying off debt. Who else did we have on? We've had so many guests on. We've had, we've had Rachel talking about insurances. We have had on quite a few guests other than me talking. <laughs> and we will continue to have some guests. I'm really excited. I've invited um, a few people on. But we're also going to be having another segment whereby we're talking to real women interesting, who have interesting money stories that they wish to share with you. So do stay tuned for the um podcast because it's not going to be just experts we're going to be having real real stories from from real women like i say back to the book janice Mm. and obviously you've been you've got your copy of the black girl finance let's talk money book Mm -hmm. have you read it yet i know i've been you know i know we've been doing loads of stuff so you probably haven't read it yet but have you read no i have i have read i'm on to i'm in the middle of chapter two because i'm i'm really trying to take in every word and when i enjoy a book i do that all the time I read it slowly. (laughs) But yeah, I just want to say thank you to anyone who has read it. It came out on Thursday, the 21st of January. And a lot of people have just, you know, spent the weekend um, reading the book and just devouring it and giving me your feedback and comment. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Like I said on my, I think I said it on an Instagram video. um, I didn't share the book content with anyone other than the editors. I don't know why I just didn't. And perhaps being in COVID, being in lockdown over the period of time when I was writing it, 
you know, we weren't out meeting up and, you know, so I wasn't carrying around my laptop with, with, with my words um, on there. But um, so your your feedback is the first time I'm getting any feedback about the book. So, yeah, and it's been positive so far. Mm. So thank you so much. A lot of people are liking the statistics around the gender and ethnicity pay gaps mm. or not liking, I should say, they're quite shocked by those statistics. Mm. Um and also just the, the the practical tools in the book, because it is a personal finance yeah. book. Um, I want you to be able to do exercises in the book and, you know, make a note of where you are. And then in six months time, if you go back to the book, you'll know how far you've come. So that's the whole idea of the actual book. Um, I'm just going to go through the chapters. So if anyone is thinking, OK, I might purchase the book. I just don't know what to expect. So chapter one is about money mindset. Mm -hmm. And again, we do a lot of talk about mindset in this on this platform so the very first or one of the very first podcast episodes was about mindset chapter two is about budgeting and there are clear budgeting strategies in the book so that's the chapter that janice is is on right mm -hmm. now um chapter three is your net worth so working out your net worth i think it's important just to know how financially healthy you are overall and it's not just for rich people chapter four is your credit score and again if you are looking to get some some sort of loan from a bank for a car for a mortgage for anything you do need to take care of your credit score make sure you take care of that so they're clear tips in there chapter five is tackling debt and um it's really important and particularly at this time there are statistics that are showing that more and more people are getting into mm. debt unfortunately um, and it's not just debt, you know, a lot of times when we talk about debt, we think credit card debt, but it's not that type of debt. It's, you know, it's debt um, for paying for housing costs. Mm. Um, you know, finances are really stretched at this time. So there's a chapter on tackling debt. Financial goals, I'm all about setting those clear financial goals. You know, if you do any coaching with me, we will, you know, I'll, I'll go away usually or you'll go away usually and have a clear goal to work on. And, and, and that's it for me. You know, setting clear financial goals for yourself is super, super important. There's a chapter on saving. So for me, it's really important to save an emergency fund, also saving for the future, uh, whether that's in pensions and ISAs, etc. Saving super, super important. The next chapter is about building up an emergency fund as well. So we need that. COVID has been a, a, a drastic reminder of a uh, of an emergency. Hopefully, touch wood, once it's over, we don't we don't see a similar thing again in our lifetime. But um, you know, COVID has definitely you know brought up the fact that an emergency, having that financial buffer, is super super important. Usually, we say emergency for if the car breaks down or if the fridge packs up or, you know, you want to go and do something. But no, COVID's been a real reminder of real emergencies. Investing, super, super important. I talk about it a lot due to the gaps that exist, you know, the um, gender pay gap, the ethnicity pay gap, the racial wealth gap. Investing, you know, there are figures that show, you know, women have stocks and uh, sorry invest less in stocks and shares i said the ice is the men so we're missing out on that stock market gains that happen so definitely investing is an important chapter and then chapter 10 is about assets and building assets and there are different asset classes which i go into in the book and for me again building wealth is about creating assets for ourselves so those are the chapters that you're going to get in the book um like i said if you want to be featured on the Black Girl Finance page, if you have read the book, just do a one minute video for us and tag us uh, Black Girl Finance UK and you will be featured on the um, Black Girl Finance Instagram page. But yes, 
Janice, any final thoughts for our kind of viewers? Um, you know, I just think that this is such a great, great book to have. And I'm and I'm so glad that it's out because I, I really, whenever I found, because I loved listening to investment and building wealth, but everything was all American. Everything was like dollars. And I'm like, well, that's no good to me because I don't want to be spending time to convert and and then investing in portfolios that are American companies. Yes, of course you can invest in American companies, but I, I want to invest here where I live and understand things from an English point of view. So, and a black girl point of view as well, which is so important for us. So I'm just so grateful that this book is out and I can read it over and over again and highlight it and come back to it and buy many more copies because I think that's what I'm going to do so that I can keep one just to keep and another one to scribble and and write my thoughts in and highlight in yeah yeah oh amazing yeah and I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create the platform as well I felt quite frustrated with the fact that you know if I wanted a kind of a, a black female perspective on money I need to read um American yeah. books really you know um and then it starts talking about 401ks and it starts talking about um you know the the American um kind of student student system student finance system or loan system which is peak you know compared yeah. to the, U the UK um student finance system um so yeah no I'm, I'm I'm really glad that the platform exists I'm really glad that the book is out as well and yeah so that's it really that's all I wanted to talk about today and you've you've met Janice so I'm happy and like I said back to normal uh, podcast episodes next week we're going to have some like I say real stories from real women on the podcast as well as experts so stay tuned make sure you like subscribe share comment and um, the podcast episodes as well yeah comment as well let us know your thoughts let us know what topics you want to talk talk about as well I do want to include more real women's stories on the podcast as well but yeah have a blessed day everyone and okay bye guys bye, bye. So there you have it guys another episode hopefully you enjoyed meeting janice and also finding out more about the different chapters of the book if you haven't done so already get yourself a copy it's available from amazon waterstones blackwells wh smith all good bookstores essentially so search for black girl finance let's talk money and you will find it please continue to like subscribe share support the podcast support the book and we can just grow the black girl finance community speak soon bye